0: You are listening to Musician Today Weekend Podcast with Vera Blumenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Hi everybody, music warriors and those alike. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Musician Today Podcast. We're on our 12th episode with another amazing guest today. So before I name our guest, I'd like to introduce him a bit more. So he has a reputation of not only as an accomplished performer but also as one of classical music's most recognizable online brands. He was recently featured in The Strings Magazine. The links are below. He co-hosts his own podcast, Taking mm-hmm. Notes with a, a co-host Trevor, Trevor Bunginger. Gar yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Buminger. Bum yeah. <laughs>
0: sorry Trevor.
1: it's okay not
0: wait for it it's like so funny so he has recently co-interviewed a rock star of the electric violin world one of my favorite matt bell and he was also on matt's show in his violin rockstar podcast so these people are amazing podcasters that i listen to so our guest is known as that viola kid and has a reputation not only as an accomplished performer but also as one of classical music's most recognizable on right brands and he's profiled in outlets like Thrillist, WNYC, the Detroit Free Press and Strings Magazine. He was named one of the titans of classical music on Instagram by national sawdust Slog and was called the future of our field by the Sphinx organization President Afed Warkin an acclaimed expert in classical music, social media, and brand building. He believes in the power of documentation, building his Instagram following of over 120,000, in part by generating large-scale online movements, including the hashtags play, Homie play and the Journey to Juilliard. For his effort, he has been interviewed as a paid speaker on Uh, various wealth and educational institutions and conferences including the Hague Conservatory in Holland Carnegie Hall Studio 57, the Cleveland Institute of Music, Columbia University, the Juilliard School, Mercer University, International Music Sessions in the Hamptons, Project 440, the International Viola Congress, and Sphinx Connect. So, okay, we still have more to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's all the truth. So, (laughs) always want to seek the stage. Our guest maintains an active performing and recording careers. In classical setting, he is a seasoned chamber musician, including performing uh, as a Lincoln Center Stage Artist, for which he wrote an essay for Strings Magazine, as well as national tour with the Sphinx Organization as a Sphinx virtuosi. He has a wealth of work as an orchestral musician and soloist, performing as a principal with the Missouri Symphony, and a soloist with the National Symphony of the Dominican Republic. Awesome. Also, highly sought after in popular music, he has shared the stage with A-list stars like Alicia Keys, Camila Cabello, Lindsay Sterling, Evanescence and Josh Groban among others and has recording credits with the late Mac Miller on The Divine Feminine. He has also performed on nice. several. <laughs> he has also performed on several big budget video game soundtracks, including Final Fantasy VII Remaster, The Zodiac Age, as well as the solo violinist. Oh, well, Violist, I'm sorry. <laughs> on the Kingdom Hearts tribute album, Project The Stati Darkness, which reached number two on the Billboard Classical Charts. His own releases include an original rap slash viola hybrid single, Duality, that we're going to hear today, and a collaborative cover of Adele's Hello with Seattle Symphony cellist Nathan Chan. Uh, and it received over 500,000 views on YouTube. And so our guest is currently based in LA, which is why we're starting a bit late. Sorry, guys. <laughs> He holds a Bachelor of Music Diploma from Mercer University and Master of Music Diploma from the Juilliard School, where he was one of 10 students to receive a $20,000 career advancement grant given to those who who show significant entrepreneurial promise. He is grateful to his masterful pedagogues, which include Heidi Castleman, um, Xin Hoon Huang, Becca Alberts, Paul Murphy, and Lawrence Dutton. You can follow... Him on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook as that Viola kid. So, wow! Finally, welcome, welcome, uh, Drew Ford, that Viola uh, kid. Yay! Welcome, uh, Drew. Hey, How you doing today? Uh,
1: <laughs> wow! Well, thank you. That is that is. It's so funny hearing you uh, say all those things because, like, I forget.
0: <laughs> I know it's it's interesting someone yeah. else saying your bio and you're like wow who is this person? <laughs> it's like
1: who is that guy? Like I'm just like in my room chilling. Yeah. You
0: know? Nice. Well,
1: to laundry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember to do that too. So <laughs> amazing. So like first question naturally flows out of this. How do you manage everything? How do you like uh, schedule your busy day? <laughs>
1: you know I, I, th- I think the biggest takeaway that I've, I acquired was like very early it's from my mom and she used to always tell me uh take it one day at a time mm-hmm. and uh I, I'm surrounded I'm so fortunate to be surrounded by people who are very high achieved people who have really big goals in life mm-hmm. and so a lot of times I look to them and realize, oh, man, I'm not really doing that much. I need to go ahead and uh, (laughs) handle that. Well, the way to do a lot of different things, I think, is to also just spend a little bit of time each day doing everything, doing a, a little bit of time, on everything that you want to advance in. So if you want to be a good guitarist, mm-hmm. practice 30 minutes a day. If you want to be a good rapper, practice 30 minutes a day, like rain or shine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the cumulative process over over time that really builds.
0: That's true, I completely agree. Actually, we just heard mm-hmm. from Paul the Trombonist the exact same thing rate each activity and then choose the one that really brings value to your career <laughs> amazing mm-hmm. so
1: i think i think that musician yeah. music careers are changing too you know yes uh, the requirements
0: yes to absolutely. be successful
1: are changing and like i think that like just being good at your instrument is not it's it's, it's
0: not enough honestly
1: it's the least interesting part about you Yes. <laughs> uh, age, so find I, out other ways to be interesting.
0: <laughs> completely agree, yes. So, and uh, it's like, yeah, you have to you have to not only show your skill, you have to be an entertainer, you have to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a producer, you have to do everything, right? Do
1: everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's a, one of my favorite quotes from your podcast. It says, courage oh, can't be courage if there is no fear. <laughs> Yeah. So what was, what would you say would be your fear element? Like overcoming some struggle when you actually were building a brand? Was there any, anything that you can share with us?
1: Yeah. I first want to just say like, yeah, that may be a quotation from our podcast, but I'm I, a much smarter person said it much better. Uh, I don't know who it was, but that was not an original thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. But,
1: yeah, it's like I think I've heard this before in a movie, uh, <laughs> but I think Game of Thrones. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I think, I think uh, something it's something by George Martin.
0: Yeah, it's like he said, um, "The only time that a man can be courageous is when he is afraid."
1: Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. You know, I'm t- I've been thinking a lot about fear. And the biggest thing that I was afraid of when I started was that people wouldn't like me mm-hmm. or that, uh, I, that I would be bad at it. Aww. And, uh, both of those came to fruition. No, but the, the deal <laughs> is, is like, you have to start. And I was just so afraid of what I didn't know that I was paralyzed. Right. And mm-hmm. so. I started by, our, and this is, a, this is so there there is something to be said, there are a couple mm-hmm. of steps. When you're trying to do something new, mm-hmm. you have to grab data, like if you want to do it well, and I'm one of those people, because I'm a classically trained musician, I try to do things the quote, quote, right way, yeah. but as I've gotten older, I realized that that's just a lot of BS and it doesn't yeah. exist. There is no one way, there is, there are an unlimited number of ways, right? But- my tiny brain, the way I needed to, to synthesize it was, okay, let me figure out the right way. So then I got, I went to the first stage uh, to beat the fear by smothering the fear with knowledge, with uh, the, a concept, with the idea of how to do something. And then once I got there and I kind of knew how to do it, then I didn't have any more excuses to not do it and then fear kind of like kicked in and I kept trying to learn and that's the that's the danger too you can also get into a knowledge black hole mm-hmm. where all you do is research all you do is try to figure out the methodology and you should stop at some point once you kind of know mm-hmm. then you've got to do the thing you've got to do the editing you've got to do the photography you've got to do the videography you've got to do the all of the processes that are required and then you've got to make bad things Mm -hmm. and i actually saw this uh i saw this on a bag i was in hawaii i was playing at the hawaii chamber music festival last week somebody in the green room had a bag on it it was like a pencil bag or something and it said create something today even if it's bad Mm -hmm. and that is the kind of philosophy that i Employed, And it was mostly so I changed my fear from being uh, afraid to be bad or afraid to be disliked into fear of dying in obscurity and broke and and with no purpose in life. Because I, I at the end of my undergraduate studies, I realized, yo, um, I real, there's nobody handing me a job. And there's nobody even kind of guiding me. All my teachers are like, practice your excerpts. I'm like, but what does that have to do with making money? Practice <laughs> your exits. so you can get a job. Yeah. And I was like, but that job doesn't seem reliable. And those jobs are reducing every year. Yes. And there can be, there, I'm real, there are way better players out there. There are thousands of better players than I am. And they're going to get those jobs. I'm not going to get that job, right? And even if I were to get that job, I wouldn't want to stay there for the next 30 years. Yes. And so it's probably better for me to to stay out, let somebody else who really wants it take that Mm -hmm. while I figure out what else is out there.
0: (laughs) Amazing. That's true. Like when I think about like the traditional sense of job, like uh, being in the orchestra or teaching for the rest of your life, that's. It's not enough. It's yeah, the world is changing so fast that you have to be able to adopt and change and with it.
1: Well, the world is changing in very profound ways where Mm -hmm. a lot of things that used to take up a lot of time don't take up a lot of time anymore due to automation, Mm -hmm. technological advances. So we have a lot of extra time. Yes. That also means you can develop more skills. Like you can be a great teacher and a great motivational speaker Mm -hmm. and a great YouTuber and a soloist mm-hmm. and a chamber musician like yeah. you can do it all Absolutely. It, it, it takes a while to get good at all of it but you have time that's the one thing you know if you're fortunate and i don't mean to uh downplay the necessity for survival and many people are not in my position that. I have student loans yes but like i'm paying my bills like Mm -hmm. just exclusively doing music and i'm so thankful for it and many people have to work other jobs and so they work a day job and then they get home Mm -hmm. and then they usually the day job sucks your life Mm -hmm. out yeah and (laughs) and you don't have any energy you don't have any willpower to just then focus on your music to then push your career forward right Mm -hmm. and i think that That five to nine though is everything. Like just finding the two hour block of time after you leave your job to go work on you Mm -hmm. is huge. And I find that for me, like I'm doing music and then I get home and I'm tired. So I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm gonna watch YouTube. But at the end of the day, the only way I'm actually, the only time to move forward in my career is when I don't submit, when I leave the perspective of being a consumer, and go back to being a producer. Mm-hmm. You can't watch, you can't binge Netflix Netflix shows and be a social media nope.
0: sensation <laughs> at the
1: same time. You can't do it. You really can't. It's true. And yes, I think the work ebbs and flows and I had a pretty long time to ebb and just kind of like take a step back. But I think that when you wanna move forward, you really have to become a producer. You can't be a consumer. That's true. It's very different.
0: That's different true. Nonsense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new responsibility to like yeah. you said, even if you are working a day job, you have to come home and you have to figure things out. How do you use the hours that you're awake, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a big Gary fan too Gary V. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to him a lot yeah so what he says like when you are awake like people think i don't sleep i do but it's those hours when you are awake that matter. so how you use them that's the key right so and you're right absolutely shifting towards the mode of you produce content you produce music you release something into the world that touches other people amazing so why don't we hear one of your fantastic recordings here Okay, and this is duality. Enjoy guys.
1: Uh yup, it's TBK. Young kid, play some VLA. Yo, chick dick, she feed me trays. Peaches in the chat, that's PDA. I'm so cray. See me slay. fake niggas all day if they are in my way. Stacks, like my name Andre, competition can't it, cause I'm in first place But I ain't really keeping track when I run this race My cleats be digging in the grass, about not give giving chase I'm on that path, you cannot fed them in a the forward land You be frozen like a dinner, gonna eat your hungry man Duality like light, particle and wave Classical rap so nice, it's bound to be embraced I'm just being me, awkward with face Dr. Neil Tyson, the music, call me outer space Hunnit on a dash, on a interstate Technic color splash, stoic interstate I'ma serve you, wow, all up on your plate Ooh, I'm swerving now, gotta keep it straight Cuz you don't know how far I've come I won't stop until I've won to my story now. A chance he took, chose his half for a dream Proved much rougher and we're tougher than it seemed Teach you that he trusted was on his team told him you unworthy kid you'll never make it on the scene luckily that kid didn't do much for the kid cause he knew an opinion wasn't good to define him many years went by without a word from the witch he went to Juilliard now ain't that a bitch adolescent boy 12 years old hipster kiddo with the moon high gold it didn't faze him when the kids are picking violins Knew that one day VLA was gonna pay the dividends messers on a partial scholar Shit, playing but the fools never got him Shit, Julie was the pinnacle That left them more than cynical That higher than the ceiling Go, it's gonna take a America to pay the, pay the, pay the bills That shit give me chills Evil at my back That's Professor Queer. You all know the deal That's no way to live Semi-spilling hard Got no fucks to give You don't know how far
0: different like thinking of someone who went to juilliard played classical music was chamber music orchestras and then hearing a rap
1: <laughs> it's all related mm-hmm. i i think yeah. that we have this 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 kind of like perception that hip-hop or jazz mm-hmm. or funk country that it's all different But, like, at the end of the day, it's the same 12 tones. Yep. Like, they're just organized differently. It's all related. And it's all incredibly, when it's well done, it's Mm. art. And a lot of people think that class music is the pinnacle of art. And I'm sorry to say (laughs) it's not. It's not. It's all art. It's just all different. And, and, And if you think that anything is less than, then it's just, you just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I urge you to, to get that out of your mind and seek to understand, not to be understood. True. Absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. As a composer, like I'm inspired by all kinds of stuff, like birds on the street, subway, train, whatever. <laughs> you can write a song on that. So it's, it's Squirrels. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm inspired by squirrels. Love those. You know? Love them the most. They teach you what
1: it's like to uh, look at people and uh, <laughs> scheme and plot
0: yep yep i I teach fingerings based on how the squirrel's eating (laughs)
1: hey squirrels eat their nuts
0: like
1: super methodically (laughs)
0: though amazing well what can you tell us who were your role models and like you know breaking the boundaries and learning viola and crossing genres and then sort of growing your social media i guess there could be three different people right so (laughs) who <laughs> would be the a main lot. ones?
1: There, there have been so many people. I, I, think my first role models uh, were actually a lot of Asian YouTubers in LA. Nice. Um, Timothy De La Ghetto, Just Films mm-hmm. featuring Bart Kwan, G, uh, Giovanna. I forget her last name, but she's married to Bart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Joe. You got David So. Uh, Timothy De La Ghetto, like all these comedians out mm-hmm. here in L.A. that were that are that are uh, that were YouTubers, mm-hmm. I used to watch them when I was younger.
0: Amazing. And uh,
1: they inspired me. Like I just wanted to be cool and funny <laughs> like they were. <laughs> um, I've always been inspired by comedians: uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, Bill Burr, uh, uh, Louis C.K. Uh, a lot of really great. Brilliant. Oh, Chris Rock and Eddie oh, Murphy. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're coming back. Mm-hmm, you know, they're mm-hmm. coming back because Netflix and stuff like that. So I'm really excited. Yay. But in terms of music, you know, I've been inspired by so many people. Um, I would say for music, it's been like, at least for my own music, it's been like Tyler the Creator, ASAP Rocky, Childish Gambino being the mm-hmm. biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and, and there's just so many people in the name. I've lis- been listening to a lot of Denzel Curry, listening to a lot of J. Cole and the whole Dreamville roster, like Boz and Jid. Shout out to Jid. He's an incredible lyricist. Mm-hmm. Incredible. He reminds me, and I'm okay with going on the record, but I feel like he's like our generation's Andre 3000. I really believe that. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Just, I grew up listening to Outkast growing up. They were the first and only hip hop group that I listened to because they're from Atlanta. Mm. My mom was like, they're super dope. So, uh, and then when it comes to social media, I just, I I saw, it wasn't any particular person, Mm. but I think the one thing that I've always felt about myself and I think that many people can benefit from was I never thoughts to myself seriously that I couldn't do something (laughs) you know I I always thought that like maybe if I worked on it I could be decent but I never disqualified anything and that's why I had the audacity to at least try and I think that um, a lot of people never even try and when they do try they expect massive success and when it doesn't come they stop but I think the biggest thing is to try, evaluate, get feedback, mm-hmm. try again, evaluate, get mm-hmm. feedback, try again, and continue to do that until something happens, right? Mm-hmm. And fortunately for, for me, you know, our social media is very, like, you'll know.
0: Yeah. You'll know. And I was
1: very fortunate to be very early. Um, and in the, in the Instagram movement, at least for classical music. And so I got a lot of feedback and it was very addictive. It was very positive. It saved my career because mm-hmm. I, I, I probably would have quit Aww. without it. <laughs> I probably would have quit because yeah. it's just it's just too hard. Music's just way too hard. Yeah. Like you, you, you bust your butt for scraps. Mm-hmm. And, and And yeah, you're doing what you love. But when you're doing what you love and you still can't pay your bills, it's, it ain't worth smart, it. Yeah. You know, it's not worth it. But if you're paying your bills barely, doing what you love, and there are people that say, No, I actually believe you are an artist. I believe it. I'll buy it. Yeah. Like, whoa. Huge, ah. huge
0: difference, completely. It's the a support, huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's the it. connection. Mm hmm. So. I've read somewhere too, don't remember where, maybe it was Gary who said that, that successful people didn't just happen overnight. It's again, trial and error. And it's those that who failed the most that eventually came out. <laughs> it's like the basic principles of sales. Like if you give up, if there's like a hundred people in the building that you've got to you know, go through to make a, like one sale. And if you give up, too early, like you only get through half of that and you don't make a sale. It's if you push just a little bit and there's that one person in the next room that will, you know, buy whatever you're selling, then that's mm. it. That's success. And it's just pushing and seeing that you're keeping your vision in mind as in don't give up too early.
1: Yeah. And I think that <laughs> I think they don't don't giving up. Yeah, You know, that meme or like that, that picture where it's like you've got two guys, they're both Cutting with a pickaxe through the ground. Yeah. One guy turns around with his head sunk down his pickaxe by his side and he's walking away. Yeah. And little did he know that he was right about to strike diamonds. (laughs) Yep,
0: yep. You know? Exactly. And, like, that's
1: that's the kind of idea. It's like, okay, you have to come to the realization that you're going to die one day, number one. (laughs) Number two, time doesn't stop. 10 years is going to happen whether you like it or not. And if you're on the other side of those 10 years, you're lucky, okay? Mm -hmm. So calm down and just do something today. Right. You know? Um, One thing that I find is a lot of people are content with, once they leave school, they think they have all the skills. Mm -hmm. In actuality, you leave school and that's when your life begins. And that's when the learning begins, right? And so I spend time every day trying to learn something new. I try to read for at least 30 minutes a day uh i've been reading many books since i left school Uh, many of them having nothing to do with music a lot of them having to do with marketing Mm -hmm. having to do with Mm -hmm. uh how to and i hate the idea of brand because (laughs) brand feels the word brand really it feels pretentious it Mm -hmm. feels like it's it's Uh, synthetic, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. I like to think about, there's, I I can't think of a better word than it, (laughs) but I can describe it in a way that makes me feel a little bit better about it. And a brand is, for me, it's a feeling, it's an emotion, it's it's world building, right? It's Mm -hmm, storytelling. mm -hmm. Who are you? What do you stand for Yes. Why do you stand for it? And how and why is that important? Right. Mm-hmm. And when you can tell that story over and over and over and over and over again, uh, then people start to buy it. And when they start to buy it, then you've established a brand. Right. you yes. Believe it. Play home and play. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about how people think about you. Mm hmm. Like I said, time is going to pass anyway. You think that you're going to be this good forever? No, you're going to get better. So just, <laughs> just don't worry about it. Play on play. Just play. Just okay. throw it out there. Document it. Just see where you are right now today. Mm-hmm. Evaluate it. Validate it. Uh, be content and enjoy mm-hmm. the journey. Mm-hmm. And then do it again tomorrow. And then do it again the next day. Play on play. That's, the, that's what I want to, to promote to people um through through that that hashtag campaign mm-hmm. um and i think people kind of get it and I, I i'm figuring out how i can keep continuing to develop that
0: that's great well absolutely right. so just play just go for it tell your story Just play. yeah yeah just play, just play. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't
1: don't think about it too much most people like remember i was like you know if you don't know what to do you know do some research and learn yeah that's important but also <laughs> there comes a point where it's like man just shut up and put up or shut up do you want to be a youtuber Go on YouTube. you, you know what a youtuber does right they make videos so yeah. if you want to be a youtuber you have to make videos yep even if they're bad And and I there are like three YouTube videos that I've been proud of that I've made. Everything else I kind of cringe, (laughs) cringe amount content because I'm like, because it's yours and it's your baby, and you're like, I could do that better, but I have a deadline, (laughs) you know?
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm in the same boat right now. I'm about to release a couple music videos that's some that i'm sure of others not so much (laughs) we'll see how it goes
1: yeah you're not sure of tend to be the ones that blow up yes it's you have no control over it so you got to take your hand off the wheel yeah
0: absolutely and you never know that you know that's something so simple that you just threw together last minute is what people like most
1: (laughs) my biggest video that i've made on my channel is how to get into Juilliard and I knew it would be my biggest video because that's so clickbait, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And and I think think it gave good value, which is why I made the video, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's funny that it still continues to be my most successful video, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think that sometimes you know too, so if you know you have a viral idea, put it out before somebody else does, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Uh, uh, So? It's just, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of like, you know, figuring out your limitations, mm-hmm. but then uh, just not giving a F and mm-hmm. just going for
0: it. Yes, absolutely. So instead of, you know, sitting there and wondering, oh, I wonder if that's going to be good or you have to try. You just have to throw it out there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, it's probably not good. Right? <laughs> so, how is it's going to get better by doing, Yeah, right?
0: Experience.
1: That's right. Yeah, so, so it's like, my stuff isn't that good. Okay, nobody's stuff is good. Now mm-hmm. what? Oh. Oh, okay. So should I just do it? Yeah, you should have done it yesterday. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's what I just tell people. It's like, look, just put it out. Yes. It's probably hot and garbage, but, you know, any creative that you love, most of them have deleted their early stuff. Like, yeah. you can't find it anymore
0: right 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 exactly because yeah, they,
1: but they learned they learned what to
0: do exactly um i from most people that i talk to who are on youtube especially they say the first like year or two years of putting stuff out there is just testing it's just experimenting it's just figuring out what works better what doesn't and then that's if you're working actively. It takes about a couple of years. Yeah. And if you, yeah. you were
1: like me and haven't posted a video in months, it's like, <laughs>
0: you
1: know, you're now I get it much better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's amazing. I would like to play one more song. So this is going to be it. the figure eight and maybe we can talk about it.
1: Right. Awesome. Yes,
0: figure eight of heartbreak.
1: Japanese sunset to my left The breeze on my neck, hear the beats in my head Say cheese for me please, phone flash and a freeze Traveling on the waves of time past Poor dimension surfing with the board I'm about to crash Tidal forces pushing me under I need to grasp Memories on the surface of my mind Thoughts of you drowning at the vast ocean of time I'm putting pen to paper in a lamp for away. Shouldn't let it haunt me like it does to this day Words I'm overdue I never had the nerve to say I guess that's just the price I have to pay I never understood the tears in your the eyes They were like frozen, still face coming all through the night My terror scene was just for you, you listened to it, right? The enemy meant for you was real, but now we're out of time, cuz I'm moving on. I'm moving on I'm moving on It's now or never I'm not here to talk about your faults See way back when we coulda had it all a dumpster love was not enough, many things I should've done, so you always knew that you were the one. Should've told you that I loved you every day, full romantic every way, proposals to make you quake, fireworks over the lake, midnight trips to stake and shake, leaving you was a mistake. All forever cherished Portland, Maine, on again, off again, back and forth infinity, figure eights of heartbreak drove me to insanity. Wasn't right for many years, not a single fling, even started saving green so I could get a decent ring. But that was many years ago, it doesn't matter now. I Look back at what we had and can't help but to smile Love and miss your mom and dad Tell them I said hey I'll always put a piece of you in every note I play Cause I'm moving on I'm moving It's our now.
0: So how would you and, say it came together? We'll you uh,
1: I I was sitting in so th- I wrote both duality and uh, figure eights of heartbreak within a week of each other actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I just rec- recorded uh, and I pretty much recorded them both at the same time, but it took me like a year to release <laughs> the figure eights of heartbreak because I just didn't like it. But it's so funny, it sat that's mostly what it sounded like. It sat on my computer for about a year. I didn't really change much. Added some ad libs, and then I was like, I guess it's done. <laughs> it's just I'm very insecure about releasing music uh, professionally under my own name because I don't know what I'm doing. But like I said, I'm taking my own advice and just putting it out, even if it's hot garbage. So what 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 was going through my head was It was honestly the first song that I really had to sit down uh, and listen to the track a lot Mm -hmm. and just see how it made me feel. Mm -hmm. It made me think about... uh, It made me think about love. It made me think about loss. It made me think about, you know, how you could be surrounded by people. Like I was when I wrote it, I was in Japan. I was staying in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And you can just be surrounded by people and yet be incredibly alone. Yes. And since I, I was surrounded by people and incredibly alone, I was just caught in my thoughts. And, you know, I just, I, I thought about this this girl that I, uh, the last, that girl that I really, you know, thought that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And then I wrote a song about her. And then and then it just kind of flowed. I went to a park, uh, Narimasu. I just walked around and sat on a bench, it was sunset, and that's why the first lyrics are like Japanese sunset to my left, mm-hmm. it's like I'm sitting on a bench and the wind's blowing and I'm listening to the music and I was just allowing it to kind of be a stream of consciousness and then it ended up being a very cathartic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, piece of art and, you know, I, I, it had been many years since we talked. It had been many years since we interacted. And uh, I thought I was over her, but I really wasn't. Aw. And, and when I finished this song, I I felt like that was the final step of me moving on, for real. You know? Nice. Uh, it's funny how life is like
0: that. <laughs> you know,
1: you have no control over your emotions, but
0: until you write you're a song. able to
1: use art, <laughs> sometimes it's a, it allows you to like close some doors that need to be closed.
0: Yes, you know, that's amazing. Yeah, I completely can relate to that. So when I was like, younger, a younger few years ago, I would <laughs> I write didn't songs. I did angsty. What? <laughs> I would write songs about things that bothered me, and
1: mm-hmm. that
0: yeah, it created a closure finally can let go yeah <laughs> it's like
1: you made this thing and now the 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 feelings can exist in this thing and i can leave it behind yes and let this song be a time capsule but move forward and uh yeah it was very healthy that's, that's why so i was clear. like oh it was when i finished this song i was like oh maybe i could just for me maybe nobody will ever listen maybe nobody will buy my music but for me, mm-hmm. this might be pretty important.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm watching this guy on YouTube Brandman. He always talks about how genres are about to die in music and replace they, re- they get replaced by moods instead. So people just look for music that speaks to them in a certain mood as opposed to like, nobody knows what's metal, what's classical, what's popular. Like people don't really know these things. So instead we'll be looking for moods. (laughs) So that's a branding strategy right there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all about authenticity. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's like with any, it's like social media, like Mm -hmm. you, you want to establish yourself when you're starting out in a niche so people can like, immediately look or listen and know exactly what you're about, right? Yes. But then to really hone in on your niche, to really hone in on the level, understanding the the, the ins and outs, the, mm-hmm. the characteristics, and then finding ways to subvert them in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. Once you subvert them, then you start differentiating yourself from the people in your niche, and then you can start growing from there. Mm -hmm. um a great example of this is like if you're like a singer songwriter type person right and you play guitar Mm -hmm. uh how many people that's a big that's a niche but it's a big niche right how do you differentiate yourself well if you like are a singer songwriter but like does it in a a a screamo type (laughs) vocal (laughs) delivery but it's also, but you also throw hip-hop drums on it, then it's like, oh, <laughs> this is the thing, but it's also another thing. Yes. And so you can find ways to cross-pollinate your your audiences. And then at the end of the day, if the message sucks, nobody's going to care, right? Yeah. So you also have to make sure you develop good lyrics, that you, you make good songs, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh, that's what people are looking for anyway.
0: So. Absolutely, Yeah. It's a pure, raw feeling, emotion, mood.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at, I, I should not be giving advice on songwriting. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not the guy. <laughs>
0: well, actually, I find it when I'm learning something, something new, like marketing or whatever, maybe if it's songwriting that was new. So I'm actually better at teaching it as I learn, because later when you've kind of mastered it, you don't care to teach it anymore. <laughs>
1: There's a special, there's yes. a special sweet spot. Mm-hmm. The best teachers mm-hmm. are the ones who just learned it because they know what it's like to not know it, yes. and they know what it's like to know yes. it, and then they they're much closer to the idea of synthesis. Like mm-hmm. how did I how did I bridge that gap, right? Yep. And so that's why I find that I'm having trouble uh, being a viola teacher to beginner players. <laughs> it's 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 tough. Right. Because uh, it's been a long time since I didn't know how to pull a straight bow. <laughs> I
0: know how to do that bow. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, as we go closer towards completion of our session today, why don't we do something fun? And I like to, uh, I, I
1: like,
0: like to put my guests through a special test. So this is something. It's kind of like a rapid fire, but uh, I call it boo or woohoo. So if you make it, we're gonna woohoo. If you don't make it within a minute, we're gonna boo. So, okay. So, so this what am I supposed is. To do? Um, you have sixty seconds. There'll be a countdown on. And I'll ask you 10 questions and you have to give an answer as fast as you can. So don't overthink it. Just like you said, don't think too hard. Just do it. Just say, just play. Just do it. Right?
1: I'm going to, I'm going to fail miserably. Well, let's give it a try. (laughs) I mean, I overthink everything.
0: Okay. No worries. Okay. So here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So how many hours a day do you practice?
1: Uh zero to <laughs> one
0: and a half. At what age did you pick up Viola? Twelve. Alright. A Viola, acoustic or electric. Take one.
1: Both.
0: Both. What uh, no-
1: uh, acoustic.
0: <laughs> what motivates you? In short. What motivates
1: me? Uh my death.
0: Okay. <laughs> name a band or an artist that inspires you.
1: Charlie, name
0: Alright. Which YouTuber you just can't stop watching?
1: Uh Little Z.
0: Yay! Your favorite songs to cover? Name three.
1: Uh. Ooh. Damn. 15 uh, seconds? I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: there are so many different songs. Okay,
0: types. moving on. <laughs> Name three people you admire. Who
1: I admire? Oh, God. Uh, Will Smith, <laughs> Tom Hanks, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: Okay. Oh no, we timed out. But anyway, we can still finish the questions though. Do you like dogs or cats? Dogs. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Name three artists you follow on Instagram.
1: Three artists. Uh, I follow thousands. Three, Sam Colder, Mm -hmm. uh, my homie Cup of TJ, Mm -hmm. and uh, my homie Jesse Driftwood.
0: Nice. Awesome okay well we didn't make it so boo, <laughs>
1: boo.
0: but hey well you're, you're three, sports you, got, you got me on the
1: three i art, know like, three, uh, the three people that aspire, like oh yeah. god it's,
0: it's difficult like, yeah it's, i know i know most I, people I, don't pass I, that one
1: well <laughs> i mean it's it's because like i try to take something from everybody
0: yes I, I'm
1: inspired by you and your, and your energy. Thank you so yeah.
0: much. That's so nice it to is. hear. <laughs> no, no, it's
1: like, it's, it's, it's good to keep, to just hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I, I think that when people are trying to make things for themselves, not in a selfish way, but also uplift people at the same time. Yeah. Those are my people.
0: Yes. Those are my
1: people. And, and seeing them work makes me want to work.
0: Yay! Well, that's why I invited you, because I was looking at you that way, too. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Drew. This Mm -hmm. is such a pleasure. But before we go, um, what do you, would you say, do you have like sort of one piece of advice, the one thing that helped you, that you would want to pass on to someone who's a new artist trying to make it in the world of social media and generally in the world of music today?
1: Um, the advice that I would give them is stay in your lane. Don't pay attention to what other people are doing. Don't get caught up in metrics. Don't get caught up in accolades. Don't get caught up in praise. Mm -hmm. Um, focus only on trying to be your most authentic self while also making this world a little bit better. And that could be by teaching people, by making people laugh. That could be by, you know, just just being as creative as possible. But the moment you start comparing yourself negatively to, um, to other people is the moment that you kind of lose sight of, of what is most important. And the most important thing is connection. And, and, and really telling the story of what it means to be human. Because we don't, we don't know how the world's going to turn out. Um, it's, it's very scary out there. There are a lot of things that are, that are happening in the world that are, frankly, terrifying. Mm-hmm. And so if you're an artist, people need you to tell the story about what is going on in the world how how does it make you feel how should it make us feel what can we do to be better Mm -hmm. or can you just give us a moment of respite a moment where we don't have to think about you know the fact that the world is you know global climate change the, the the massive global shift to populism uh the the renuclearization of our world powers, uh, the impending hot spots uh, of conflict in, in, in between Korea and Japan, between Iran and the US, Yemen, what's going on in Syria, Libya being a failed state. You've got Sudan, South Sudan, that's got their elections, they've got crackdowns, they've got a shift of power. All these things are going down, mm-hmm. and there are people that are fighting the good fight. So, what are you going to do about it? What do you have to say? Are you just gonna sit and be a bystander, or are you gonna say something that matters? You're gonna make something that matters. So that's kind of—it's kind of like my advice. Figure out what you want to say and do it in your most authentic way.
0: Thank you so much, Drew. That's beautiful.
1: (laughs) I didn't mean to go. That that was existential laugh, man. My bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's okay. That's good.
1: Be cognizant. You know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> well
0: that's amazing i would love to hear more and if you don't mind we do like to invite our artists back so maybe a couple months down the road we would love to come back with part two and hear more about your current projects maybe you'll be doing something new maybe they will hear a little bit more about the you know world <laughs> the world of that viola kid <laughs> and yeah so guys go ahead follow drew find him on instagram i'm sure you already know where that viola kid Facebook at that viola kid Twitter at that viola kid go to his website read thatviola kid.com enjoy his music enjoy his beautiful projects and YouTube everywhere listen the to his that, podcast
1: the, the one that yes can you guys listen to the podcast <laughs> if you like dick jokes it's it's a one stop shop it's a one stop <laughs> shop we we're full of them every every <laughs> week I'm just dropping them like i'm yeah.
0: listening i'm listening to all of
1: them <laughs> but but more than more than anything it's, it's a show that that is two guys who you would expect to have a very successful career you know going from juilliard and just realizing that everybody has to start from square one when they leave school mm-hmm. and we're all figuring it out and it's okay it's okay to kind it's of okay. fake notes fake a couple of notes on the way
0: So tune in to Faking Notes Podcast on iTunes. Find them on Instagram at Faking Notes Podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. I love them. They have amazing guests too. (laughs) So yay. Amazing. Thank you so much, Drew. I'm so excited to... Find out more, to speak about some things in the future that are coming your way. So I created the podcast to empower and inspire my community as well. So we are warriors. (laughs) We're inspired by the warrior thematics. And I think that's really very true in today's world. You have to be a warrior of your own life. You have to go for it and, you know, make your way. (laughs) So thank you so much thank you Um, thank you my pleasure and have a great day and we'll speak soon
1: soon bye yes talk soon
0: that's all folks if you like Iron Fiddle songs download them at theerabermenka.com forward slash music see you next time